All right, Throng, this is part three of the podcast from the Fame Venue on Broadway in San Francisco. Famous Fame Venue. There's Fame and there's Famous and it's right there. So anyways, this is part three. Hope you enjoy it. If you do, think about going to patreon.com forward slash lousy podcast and helping us out. And don't forget the Amazon button at skmorton.com. Press that, shop as you normally would. You help out the podcast as well. Enjoy the podcast. Enjoy this episode. Enjoy something. If you don't enjoy, go out and play. The following is a production of S.K. Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to S.K. Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. You probably should have gone to see that Fast and the Furious movie. But you're here, so... Tonight, S.K. welcomes... The Shadowy Blinky, The Speedy Pinky, The Bashful Inky, and Convicted Felon Clyde! And now, with all the fun of raising a kilogram of water to one degree Celsius, but with none of the calories, S.K. Morton. There are no uh, Arizonas here today. Well, I had a nice tour today, that's why. You had a nice tour? I didn't have time to get Arizona's because I had oh. one of the best tours I've had this year so far. Nice. Yeah, there was some people really nice people. People paid and everything? Yep, and they would have come Do you collect them? Because if you collected afterwards, I guarantee there would be some runaways. Uh, <laughs> no, actually. And they know they, they would look at you and go like, he won't catch us. This is Now, you know what happened last week. So you remember that couple that was here for the show? They came and sat uh, down. They were on their anniversary. Uh, we did... Um, Piano man for them. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's all a blur of fun. Boy, Time flies when you're performing to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, I love your version of Africa. It's oh, it's fantastic. Thank you very much. It's it. very yeah. Anyway, you know, I had flyers out last week that said Alcatraz is all booked up. Come yep, take yep, the yep, walking yep. tour, and they were like, "We act." That's actually what's happening with them. They weren't able to get Alcatraz, so they they wanted to take my tour. They lowered their standards. So did they take your tour? I failed. Oh my, they were in your clutches. To close the deal and say, oh, oh yeah, okay. here, let me get out, let me get out my square and I'll swipe your credit card. Um, and I'm getting, I'm getting onto the bus to make my way to meet them for the tour sorry, there's the a next girl across morning. the street. See, this is why we shouldn't do the podcast where in a place with windows. That's true, I need to keep you in the bomb shelter. I know, focus. dude. Uh, anyway, girl, I was girl. about to get on the bus. Yes. I get a text from them. Hey, good news. This is, this is good news. We were able to get Alcatraz tickets. Oh, joy. <laughs> Thank God. So, yeah, that was the end of that. Babette was upset with me for not closing it that night. Actually, I think Glenn Gary Glenn Ross was actually after it was, <laughs> it was, it was written after uh, uh, her, right? Glenn Gary Glenn Close? No, the, oh. the fatal, fatal Baldwin. <laughs> I'm trying to think. We just went from Alec one thing Baldwin, to Alec Baldwin, yes. Alec okay, Baldwin is always closing. Yes. Right. Isn't that Glengarry Glen Ross? Yes, Glenn it is. So that was modeled after Babette's life. That's true. Speaking of Ed Harris, you actually have yes. a lot of... Uh, I that reminds me. I know. He, he, it reminds me of that... Um, the, your love, your affinity for Apollo 13. Yes. Someone mentioned something earlier today, though, about it. I need to, I need to watch Westworld. I think I've watched, like, two episodes. Oh, the TV show. Yeah. No, yeah, no interest. I... Why not? Because Yul Brenner, He's gone, and you can't do Westworld without Yul Brenner. What are you talking about? Did you know that Westworld was a movie? No. Oh, dude. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So are we going to do the Ten Commandments with, like, Emma Stone That's or something? The, oh, I, if you don't, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> the King and I with, uh, with uh, what's that guy who was, uh, well, the guy from Workaholics. Silent Bob? No. Uh, Workaholics. Come on. You have a- uh, Miller? You you watch your neighbor's TV? What's the no? You actually, know? I don't really watch. The only shows I've I don't watch TV recently. either. But I know the guy's annoying face. He, <laughs> he's sorry, to, he's on it. tour as if he has number one anything important to say at all. Number two, any means of entertaining people. He's just bilking these frat boys who are, let's go, let's go. I love workaholics, and they go to workaholics. They realize he doesn't have anything to say, but they're too drunk to to know that anyway. By the time they get there, and so he's just you know an awful lot about this if you don't care. Yeah, so workaholics. Anyways, well, you know what? What I failed to do, uh, besides clothes, I failed to greet Look, the adoring like four, throng. Four girls out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> hello, hello, throng. <laughs> so yes, 
insert applause there. Rita Dorn Throng, welcome clap, to SK clap, Morton's clap, Lousy San Francisco clap. Podcast. We also want to thank our senior member of the team who we don't have the clapping in because he is not here yet. He is running late. And as of now, still has not returned my text. How much should we chastise him when he walks in? You know what? I think it would be best if we said nothing. If we didn't even acknowledge him yeah, as a Yeah, not even being. a word. He comes in, where's the computer and the mic? We, yeah. we just, just talk each, to each other about exactly. Westworld and Yul Brenner. That's what it is. That'll be and our code. Edward James Robinson. That's Ed- right. Edward James almost? Almost. Edward G. Robinson. No, he was not in it. You're thinking of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where's your Messiah now, Shay? Yeah, Shay. That's what I'm saying. I was, I was making your Moses a reference. now, Shay? You, need to, you really need to follow my references. I know. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking. Because I'm a comic genius that you don't. You are. You're very funny. Now shut up. Okay. So wait. No, you know what? I don't want you ah. to shut up. I want you to feel the love. Yeah. We don't have the computer running right now, but. Clap, I mean, clap, clap, clap. Exactly. Clap, clap, I want to welcome our regular, Peter, full-time, Edgar. permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Palio Feliciano. Oh, that. Thank you, Clap. <laughs> There's one guy in the back. With a string cheese for some reason. And uh, we hope, we were very excited. I'm going to bring mm. it up. Give us some sort of juice. Uh, we hope everything's okay. We were hoping to have as our guest tonight, our one and only. Because he's such a big deal here in San Francisco. The man was on Last Comic Standing. Uh-huh. He was on uh, Comedy Central's Live at Gotham. Mm-hmm. He won the, interna- the San Francisco International Comedy Competition. Ooh. That's a big deal. Do you know he's in, he's in the same category? So he beat out Dave West. He, yes, he did, but he's in the same beat category. beat out Andrew Holmgren. With Hoogren. Robin Williams, Hoogren. Dana Carvey, Jake Johansson, those Rob are other, Becker. Those are other illustrious winners? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. You've heard of Robin Williams are, and Dana Carvey. And, Didn't he do that, uh, that church lady? Dana yes, Carvey, of course yes, I know. Right. Yes, okay. actually, so I anyway. was just thinking about that movie. You ever, you ever? Uh, I'm sorry. Finish your introduction of the okay. person who's not here. We're just gonna say so. He's not here right now. He may have had something come up, and we're hoping he's okay. Mr. Joe Klosek. Yes, Joe. Clap, clap, clap. All right. So anyway, so Dana Carvey. Do you remember the movie Opportunity Knocks? I do. I did not see it, but I remember it. I remember watching that as a young child. Good movie. Didn't he do George Bush in that movie? Uh, probably. I seem to remember the commercial for the movie. He, he only was doing did. His he only Bush. had like a couple. I don't know. Let's start the show. Seriously, opportunity though, knocks. I am Good thinking movie. of turning you around right now because you just keep looking over my shoulder at the girls walking. By. I do. <laughs> no, there's been a couple of dudes, not on purpose. <laughs> like there's that guy. You know, I had a monologue prepared. You had a monologue prepared. I had one. Remember the first week, I was going to talk about the venue. Uh-huh. Actually, I guess I did. I did do it the first week. No, you week. totally did. Yeah. The second week, there was no one here. You were a very good audience, but then I got a little out of hand. Uh-huh. So I, I thought instead of doing a series of jokes, maybe I would tell a story. Oh. Actually, you know what? Anthony, do you like duck? Um, no. See? Nobody likes duck. Do you like duck? I don't like duck. The only time I like duck, ready? Mm-hmm. The only time I like duck is at the end of Christmas Story. What? Never saw it. You never saw it. You are a Christmas story. Are you out of your mind? You've never seen Christmas story? <laughs> no, never saw it. He's never seen a Christmas story. I know it's got You're messy gonna shoot Marvin. Your eye. I'm going to shoot his eye out. What's wrong with you? Uh, I'll tell you why. You, you probably wouldn't remember real people. In fact, you may not have been born. No. The kid from A Christmas Story was on a TV show. It was a variety show called Real People. It was back in the late 70s. Nope. Nope, baby. And it had... Uh, Skip Stevenson and Sarah Purcell and Byron Allen was starting off as a young comic. And he I, know, was I know the name. Anyway, continue. And they had brought in, as the show was starting to decline, they did what all shows do, which is bring uh-huh. in a kid. Sure. And he had been doing commercials for Nestle. Was this, so this was pre-Christmas story. Exactly. He had been doing commercials for watch. chocolate milk. Then he went on Real People, and he was Messy Marvin on Chocolate Milk. All right. He comes That's on, and then the they stop calling him Messy Marvin, and it bothered me. Like, no, 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 this guy's Messy Marvin. We, it would be like if Mikey from the Life Serial commercials tried to, you know, they put him in Star Wars, and we're supposed to forget that he's Mikey from the Life Serial commercials. No, 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 no. Or like the guy from Lady Sings the Blues is Lando Calrissian Listen to my face. The characters in Christmas Story are yes. well worth wading through the sea of, of uh, commercials trying to change your face. I don't know what I'm saying. I, and there wasn't even a girl behind you. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I have a seizure. All I'm saying is, you need to just, just watch the Christmas story. It's perfect for you. 
It's like right up your alley. Just enough, it like kind of. Uh, no, it doesn't it bore does. you. You've I've never watched, watched some, it. Yes, well, I've tried to watch. I've watched. It's wholesome. It. You love wholesome things. You lo- All right. Bore, here's a, no, no, no. Listen. Do you like planes, trains, and automobiles? No. You and don't I, like planes. And you know I love Steve Martin, and I did not like planes, trains. You and don't like planes, trains. What part no. do you not like about planes, trains, and automobiles? I don't like any. Do you of like it Uncle Buck? Yes. Okay. Uncle Buck's on the way to Christmas Story. You are kind of Uncle Buck, actually. Now that I think about it, actually, you're you know very Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck. He, I just said, you know who Uncle Buck is? And when this gets report put out there, he's going to be going, don't say it. Don't say it. KS. KS is very Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Oh, my God. <laughs> he even does that dance. You know that dance? <laughs> does he Buck? really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he bowl? Because uh, I, I could flip a toothpick in my mouth. It's funny. Okay, so Babette and I go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And KS says, hey, we'll, we'll stay at your place for a while. But we come home, and there have been some sort of record of what was watched on Amazon and it was Uncle Buck. Mm-hmm. And I go, she says, did you watch Uncle Buck? I go, no, I didn't pay for Uncle Buck. We couldn't figure out who had paid for Uncle Buck. And then I go, and I call KS. I go, did, did, did you watch Uncle Buck? He goes, yeah. He wanted to show Rake, you know, his wife, Rako. He wanted to show her the dance. <laughs> she had never seen, she had never seen it? Apparently she had never seen it. What? Yeah. It's almost like you not seeing Christmas Story, I would say. I, I, I tried to watch there it. There are a couple of weird songs in those old, not John Houston. What's that guy's name? The one uh, who did the Christmas the story? director. No, the director, Uncle Buck and Home Alone. Oh, and, Hughes. Uh, uh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, Hughes. Yeah, Wait, yeah. did he no, do no, Home no. Alone? He did the, Hughes he did didn't the, do the, Home the teenage Alone. ones. This was, uh, was it Ivan Reitman? No. The oh, guy uh, who uh, did. Peter Vankman from uh, Ghostbusters? He no, directed a bunch Bill of Murray. stuff. No. Really? Yeah, Peter oh, Vankman's Bill Murray. Oh, Harold Ramis. Right. Was it Ramus who directed it? No. Yes, maybe. I don't know. He did a lot of directing, I guess. Yes, he did, and writing. So, so you're saying John Hughes did not do Uncle Buck? Yes, of I course he did. I don't think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Who's the guy who did the Thriller video? Oh, Michael Landis? Or Landis? Something? Uh... I think Landis did Uncle Buck. If only there were some way to get this information. I know. We have Google in this. Don't do it. <laughs> you're the worst person in the world. Okay, Google. Who directed Uncle Buck? John Hughes. Ah! There are a couple of weird songs in those John Hughes movies. Uh-oh, there's somebody coming in. We better warn them. Hello? Yes. <laughs> You're looking at it. <laughs> well, those are the cool people. We're the losers. We're the entertainment. We're just making noise. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons in a second anyway, so don't worry about it. I know, right? Uh, two damage. No. What's okay. that's LARPing? What's the... Uh, so all those songs... In, remember in Breakfast Club when the guy with the glove, whatever his name is, you know, gets all mad and the song is... Oh yeah, it's not a, it's not like, you know, Yeah, it's not a fears. real song. It's yeah, it's it's the it's the synthesized stuff. Right. Yes, that was the 80s. They had or the same thing with the Beverly Hills Cops movies and that. Or that uh, they did another in Uncle Buck, uh, what is it? It's kind of like uh, I think it's I think it's Tone Loke. It kind of feels like Tone Loke. It is Tone Loke. It's, but they uh, take out all of the words. Yeah, it's just over it's a loop over and over before Tone Loke starts to do the words. The wild Tone Loke song is wild thing. <laughs> right. Peas, baby, baby, peas. Peas, baby, baby, peas. That always makes me happy for some reason. That's gonna I just imagine happy. a little bowl of peas. It just peas, baby, baby, peas. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> That's genuine joy, folks. Anyway, hi, Francesca. Love. We're talking about baby peas and tone loke. Oh. oh, she's gonna sit down now. Great. I know. I listen. She, don't don't set your you know what is? hopes high. You know what this is? <laughs> At the bullfight, once the things have been stuck into the bowl, sure. That's when she likes to come in and watch. No, exactly. That's what's happening here? She's like, we're in the. Throws. You guys, are, you. She's like, you guys are losing it. You're yeah. not entertaining. Yeah, let me watch, let me watch you die. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. She only likes to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> I like French. All right, why don't we move ahead? All right, I'm fine. Listen, you you have continuously paid me to be here to More be the sidekick know-nothing. All right? I'm the know-nothing guy who pipes in. Your important story is not going to be important. Would it? I'm, I listen to you, but I don't, you know. You know how it is. You said It's kind of like the people who are listening to this podcast right now. They're they're at work. 
they're, they can't listen to nothing, but they're not really listening. They're just, every once in a while, their brain keys in and they're like, this is awful. And then they go back to type in their TPS reports. I really want to watch Uncle Buck now. All right. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, though. I have to say this because I know you like structure, but let's let's go off on a little bit of tangent. The people who have listening who are listening to this podcast now, you keep Listen, you have not mentioned Brian Botano in like a season. So mention him again. Re-explain your uh, obsession. I've kind of forgot why. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that. Much like the people who are listening to this, why am I? Uh, It might have come down to. Have you seen the show on Channel Nine? Check, please. No. They bring in locals to recommend a a restaurant, Mm -hmm. and each of the people on the show go to the restaurant. Who did we have on the show? Who like did one of those? Didn't we have somebody on the show? I think Rabbit Quinn might have had a friend who did it. She had a friend? <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> Don't cut that out. She's not going to listen. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Anyway, sorry. So he was on there and it made me, I think that's what got me started on it. Oh, Brian Boitano was on there. Yeah, he was on. And he then you a, became obsessed with the fact that you want Brian Boitano on, on this show. podcast. Because yeah, I, well, I guess I had found out that he lives here in San Francisco. Okay. Now, again, who is Brian Boitano? Because obviously the people who listen to this are old enough, but they're also senile. So who is Brian Boitano? I I think he won gold. He was an Olympic figure skater. That that name is much more of a, uh, I would say, a bronze name if I ever did hear one. No, he's a good Italian boy. Brian Bronze Boitano. In any case. But he lives in the Bay Area. He lives right on Russian Hill. And we want to get him here. I did. Okay. And then, of course, you remember Maybe, you know what, Indigo here's what Java. it is. Oh, Indigo Java. Right, 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 right. Had a, had a connection Which is another Ryan person Scott, that people who, who are was, listening now probably have not. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Our listenership jumped from February to March more yes. than double. So what does that mean? That means that, like, we the three people. The show. Right. The three people who were here way back in the beginning. Okay. So I'll explain the show to our new listeners. <laughs> To the six people who are now when listening. two podcasts it. love each other very much. Uh-huh. Oh, that might be a different kind of explanation. Let me try something else here. I had a really good time on a tour today. I had a, a fam- We had a group, and the, a good portion of the group that were going to be with us today had to reschedule. And I took them on a tour earlier in the week. Oh, okay. So it came down to just a family from North Dakota that family. was with us today. Very nice. They had a, a young preteen daughter. Who was interested in history? Mm-hmm. And so you guys just dorked out. Yeah, totally. Like a little, like a little Tina Fey from Thirty Rock, like yes. a little Liz Lemon. <laughs> I was looking at her when I was telling all the stories. Right, she and was like Brian Boitano. It's exactly what she actually. No, some of the stuff she didn't get. I did make some 1970s and 80s sitcom references that went right over. Really, her head, but her Crazy. parents enjoyed them, which is the best way to go. In any case, they not only bought. One tour, they took two legs, which means Ooh. I just finished right before we got right before the no, show I know. started. You I were just finished sweating down the profusely when you came in. Not true. I, uh, I can't so wait we to did eat some Chinatown cheese and meat. And we did sorry, uh, we did China. It'll be easy. I'm just going to turn you down when I'm editing. <laughs> we did Chinatown and you uh, Yerba Buena, and okay. took them to see the buildings that have been around since the earthquake. And I forget where I'm going with this. So really, this podcast originated as a way to. Advertise essentially that that as came right, right, lousy right, San right, Francisco right. walking tour. Right. Then we kind and of it's all going like gangbusters. Yes. Well, what happened was we had Coco Bear was my original co-host. Sure. Uh, he was on, and on the last episode that Coco Bear was able to stay with us on the episode, we had someone that I had found before that we had had a local artist. We had had some guests that had some interest, but I had met this person that I thought was the best singer. A musician, greatest for, and great entertainer that I'd ever ever met in person. What's her name? His name was Peter Feliciano. Sounds like a. He sounds like more of a bronze kind of name. Yeah, exactly. Then we didn't have you for a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's when we started to have live shows because Coco Bear was just. A great too audience. busy. He was a great audience. He he laughed at things. He right. Was really into he everything. was what we call. Here's, he was what we call an enabler. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. He made what you it think was. you were funny. <laughs> we had Coco Bear. But then our own Hayward, who just moved back, uh, HR, 
came right, in. Yes. Shantuan. Exactly. Shantuan had been coming to the show. For how long? He was the band. Shantuan had been the band when we had Coco, when Coco was Really? I, yes. I never, I've never seen them in the same room twixt each well, other. because you weren't there at the time. Uh, so, yeah, we had Shantuan stayed on as, still stayed on mostly as the, I mean, he did end up being like a co-host, but his official job was uh, president of music. Right. I remember and, that. Uh, band leader. So we had him for a while, and which it still went well, and we had live, a live audience, and we also started to bring in uh, correspondence, not the least of which was Indigo Java, and in, and he was he's our food he still is technically we just haven't done a show in two years right but he's our food <laughs> food and culture correspondent. You know why he's not in? Because he knows that we've got food covered. <laughs> <laughs> You just and needed yeah, one more fat kid, and here I am. He did a show telling us all the bars. He doesn't even drink. Um, okay. I was trying to give a little review. Uh, and Indigo Java is uh, friends with a, a, actually a local celebrity. He's a celebrity chef from the Cooking Channel, okay. or whatever that channel is called. And he's got his own radio show on KGO, Ryan Scott. Okay. I don't know who Ryan Scott happens to be best friends with Brian Boitano. Besties. So you thought, you know Indigo what? Java introduced me to Ryan Scott. Ryan Scott said he was going to come on the show. Not Lies. so much. Right. And he, he started a long line of people that I was really excited about disappointing me. And um, <laughs> he did promise me that he'd send the show over to Brian Boitano, but I've never had direct connection with Brian Boitano. I've ha- always had one middleman in between me and Brian Boitano. Three degrees of Brian Boitano. That's what it was. Two degrees. Is it two degrees? It would only be a single degree. Oh, no, single, one, it would be no, two degrees. No, it would be isosceles. Myself, it's acute. Ryan Scott, is it Brian acute Boitano. Or is it ag- uh, agave? What's the other one? Not acute. Uh, oh, obtuse. obtuse. Thank you. Serious. Cumulus. Obtuse and acute. We got the comedy flowing this now. This is uncouth. <laughs> yes. You know what? Let's do Amazon commercial. Yay! I wish I had talent. I wish you did too. What's a good key for what you're doing there? What's a jazzy key? Perfect. Nothing. <laughs> uh, the Amazon button. Throng, uh, we appreciate your support even through these last few episodes. And um, we're going to hold you hostage. Here's the thing. It's not going to get any better until more people are using the Amazon button. Think that'll work? Uh, why don't you guys, when you want to buy something at Amazon, go to the skmorton.com. We got some other things you can look at while you're there. Press the Amazon button. Shop as you normally would. Nothing extra to you. We get a little kickback to us. Helps us keep going. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't deserve to, but you never know what will happen. So please, remember the Amazon button at skmorton.com. We did have a little animal obituaries today. Oh, we do? Yeah. Wait, by the way, wait, wait. You did not finish giving... I mean, I, think we, I know we took a break from the history of the show. We didn't really... Did you find it entertaining in the slightest? Yeah. People... Yeah, yes, yeah. it's slightly so you entertaining. Got up to, you got up to Indigo Jav. Uh-huh. We got up to Ryan Scott. We got up to Disappointments Well, that explained the Brian Boitano issue. Next. Since then, we started bringing in uh, historians, every week, writers, every. Wait, 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 athletes. no. I didn't come in every week until second uh, season. Seasons? Yeah, about halfway through the second season. Okay. And it was me, the first time I met Chantoine. Yes. We How immediately locked horns. Yes, you did. Which That's knocked right. both of our horns off, which was weird. We've done way worse hey, you want to edit this one? And people have... No. We're making we've, a little game. You can edit this one. No, listen, don't you understand? We don't need as much editing as you think. Oh this my is God. beautiful. This is oh beautiful. My God. Yes. Okay, I don't... Uh, Not from this, anyway. tell me if this Not from this, out. anyway. Right. The last several weeks... I find myself falling asleep while editing. <laughs> no, I think the throng should know about your apnea. <laughs> I think they should know. Listen, the people who listen who have hearts will go, that poor thing, and they'll keep listening. The people who don't have hearts will go, suffer, and then they'll keep listening as well. We've got the corner on the market, bro. 
Did you bring shirts? Yeah, I had. Do you I need had, those fit me? Do you have a, 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 a I double check. X? I brought have a woman's shirt in there and, and some other. Hey, I, these were going to be is the a uh, hefty woman. They were going to be the prizes for the game show. Well, um, a hefty woman might walk in here. You don't know. They're not that big. Okay. Yeah. If we stitch them together, what kind of shirt are they? Certainly They're not an SK Morton shirt. Theme. Otherwise, people would be snatching them up. Well, these are, this is what I did when I first started. The did you ever get a backpack, stitching? by the way? Yeah, you gave me okay. a, a drawstring backpack. The backpack, backpack comes when you take the tour. It's the best drawstring backpack. I think I have bags in it right yeah. now. You give, yeah, you get a free drawstring backpack along with other goodies. And that came about one of my sons, who had been in the T-shirt business for a while. When I first started doing the tour, I gave away T-shirts. Nice. And my son said, Dad, you cannot afford if you have a lot of people, no, yeah, they're very expensive. I was going out and I was trying to find the yellow T-shirts to go with the color, and he said it would be cheaper to do the drawstring backpack. So I couldn't afford the good T-shirts, so I started to go to Goodwill. Uh-huh. I'd buy a T-shirt for a dollar, see if I can find shirts that had San Francisco themes, and then I would take a sharpie and put SK Morton. <laughs> oh, actually, I kind of like that. That's what I did because it's lousy. Go, I get it. If you go to my TripAdvisor page. The theme. One of the pictures that my, one of my guests from the tour put up was a picture of them holding up their S.K. Morton T-shirts that were from outside lands and uh, other things that, that had S.K. Morton written on it. So it's kind of awesome, These actually. are the leftovers from those, and I Especially was going to from somebody who has such a horrible handwriting. I you should see the A-frame outside. I, I put it. It's so uh, delicious. Is it? Well, yes. thank you. It just says Lousy San Francisco Podcast, because I keep it simple here. Actually, maybe that's Morton's. why we don't that's have anybody here. That's why they're not here. here. They didn't see that it was S.K. Morton's. I see... See, sometimes they might think it's an editorial. Sometimes you have an, sometimes opportunity knocks, ah, and you don't answer it. And I didn't answer it today. I flam flammed. I I flammed other times too when you were sick. There's also that Uncle Buck song with the with the, a lot of bass, but I can't remember it now. They also did. You know what? You know what else, other song I remembered the other day that always reminds me of Uncle Buck is. Uh, Who's gonna drive me home? Drive tonight? from the cars. Oh, that's the cars? Yeah, Rick Ocasek didn't sing on that one. It was the oh, bass good. player who died oh, God. outside the Golden Gate. Really? Why? Yeah. About oh, about fifteen years ago did, they were he was did, out on a boat. Did Rick kill him? No. He uh, fell overboard on a boat and he drowned and, and died. Oh, that's not right good. here in San Francisco. See, I, I don't I have heard bad things about Rick Ocasek. I hope he never listens to this. Yeah, he I gets, doubt it. Uh, oh. I actually do with Vinyl Replay, uh, my 80s band. <laughs> what song do you do? I do sing uh, uh, Just What I Needed. You're Just What I f- Needed, What I Needed. Yeah, it goes exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll edit the podcast. You go sing with <laughs> Vinyl Replay. <laughs> I would love to. I mean, it wouldn't be good, but I do like to sing. I know. I've heard you. No. Um, no. Nope. We're good. No, you don't need to do any of that, whatever that is. See, we want people to... We want to retain listeners, but not purge them. You know, kind of like what you and I do with water. <laughs> your lips. You see what I'm, okay, don't look directly at me when you say your lips. <laughs> tell me how they'd been. I feel like I'm watching uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. To kiss them. All right, don't do the hand thing at me now. My pillow. Babette. Told me I miss them. Your voice dropped Ow. by and sang a I feel like I'm drowning in I'm drowning in mediocrity. And it was then I knew just what to Check do. out this sweet shirt. Alright, alright, alright. I forgive you for what you're doing right now. Everyone else is tuned out. We're supposed to be white noise for these people working. This is awful. No. Alright. You had one last chance to not do what you just did. What we need to do is uh, stop this charade. Right. But besides that, what we need to do Animal is we should do. Oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that being said, you want to hear about the double-crested cormorant? Yes. What is a? Is that like a? Isn't that like a? Uh, uh, it's kind of oh. like a raisin. <laughs> it, uh, it seems like it's a, like a purple fruit from the Middle mm-hmm. East, huh? Mm-hmm. No, it's a bird. Oh, my. Yeah. A catamaran, you said? No, 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 no. (laughs) Cormorant. Oh. And they're long-necked like a goose, 
But they're so it's a bird. But they're yes, but they're short. Uh, didn't I say they were a bird? I don't know. I think I did. And they're fisher birds. And they, they fly. Eat, they yeah, they fly and they dive down into the water and they eat anchovies. How do and their necks not snap because of how long they are when they hit the water? They it's a good, come there's down a lot of curve. things that seem weird about them. They also don't have that oil on their feathers that other seabirds, yeah, other water birds, other seabirds. Seahawks. Yeah, they, they all have that, that oil that they squeeze the plumage and it gets oil. They right, don't right, have right. that. So after they go fishing, you'll see them up on tops of things with their wings spread out like a pterodactyl kind of thing. They're drying off their feathers. Nice. Yeah. And they also two, should rinse because it's better to do that. Sure. There have been two colonies here in the Bay Area because we have big swarm swarms, big schools of uh, the northern red anchovy or something of that nature, and they love those. Mm. So they, had, they uh, nest at the Richmond Bridge and on the old span, the old eastern span of the Bay Bridge. Okay. Now... So they were so ensconced there that part ensconced? of the expense. Ah, I'm trying to come up with something. Sure. <laughs> so there's schools of anchovies. What's happening? Because the cormorants were nesting on the bridges. Uh huh. And whenever they would have to do maintenance, they would have to schedule it around the cormorants' uh, schedule. Uh, yeah, their 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 what's it called when you bre- their breeding schedule? Sure. I think it worked out like 1.7 million dollars in the budget. Ew. To work around the cormorants. It was such an issue that with the new Bay Bridge, they already they built in condos for the birds. Nice. Under the bridge, they have these. And they charge them 500 a square foot, right? And they won't allow B&B in there. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh, there's something about these bridge builders that really love this, the stainless steel grids. Uh-huh. They built these little perches and then like a, a net, another stainless steel net. And you may have heard they just got... they. Finally got started on the uh, Golden Gate Bridge suicide net. Oh, good, good, good. Which is really the Golden Gate Bridge cheese grater. Right. Because the stainless steel? It's a stainless steel net. Ow! It's like a cartoon. You can see chunks falling down after that Wait, but then you get... Shirts, obviously, like shirts and shoes and stuff will like, get caught. Yeah, but they'll be Give those to the too. homeless. Oh, okay. Um, or if it doesn't Give do that, you land on that. Camerans? And then you jump from there. Uh, anyway, they have that. It's another stainless steel net kind of a thing mm-hmm. all along the bottom edge of the bridge so the cormorants can land and can nest and then produce other little baby birds. What if we set it up so that the cormorants would actually catch the people who jumped off the bridge? They're, well, they can't because they're drying their wings. Oh, okay. Anyway, they're Well, it's a good thing they don't have the oil because then they weigh, you'd slip off the bird and keep falling. They're not coming back. <gasps> Why? Their home was destroyed. When the bridge was taken down, the Bay Bridge was taken down. Um, they but they're not going into one. their condos? $700,000 of the budget of the bridge went into those new condos for them on the bridge, and they're not coming back. So far, they, two of them have come. Well, I mean, it trickles, I they guess, They don't right? know where they are. <laughs> they don't know where they are. Oh, no. Would you like some... Like some Did they uh, come back and like go like, wait, where's our stuff, and then leave? Did they see them... Come in and check it out? No. It's, yeah, no, they didn't have that whale person watching for them to come in. I know. What's the that chick's gate. name? Josh Whaley, Whaley, Whaley McWatcherson. Whaley McWatcherson. So here's some of the cool facts mm. about the double-crested, double, about mm. the double-crested mm. cormorant. What? Where, you're going to list animal facts? Is it called guano? Is their, their droppings? No, that's, is that ba- called guano? that's bat. Then what do you call their droppings? A nuisance. True. So much so that if they nest in trees... They'll kill the tree. That's awesome. With their droppings. Because they don't have oil in their uh, feathers, they don't have probably. The oil in the things. They don't have oily poops. Yeah, oh, gross. They make. Now, here's the thing. You know how. And I. Let me put it. Let me say. I am not anti environmentalist. I want there to be a good environment. I like the technology that's coming up to make things a cleaner environment. But you hate cormorants. No, I don't even hate cormorants, but... I think those are used in, in Indian food a lot. Do you know what they use in their nests to build their nests? Uh, what? Rope, pieces of junk, deflated balloons. So they're better recyclers than you and exactly. I. Exactly. The thing nice. that everyone says, you're going to kill the birds, you're going to kill the birds. They use them to build their nests. Okay, so they're just smarter than some of these other birds who would get their heads stuck in a... Uh, in uh, those plastic soda can 12-pack things. Maybe we should they let wa- those dumb birds die off so that the rest of them go. There you go. That's Survival what I think of the fittest, my little friend. Absolutely. 
I bet a Koran is salty. You know, I think you're right. I think they're a Middle Eastern fruit, now that I think about it. Right. This whole thing is wrong. <laughs> huh. I'm just looking. Hmm. You like sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> so what are, here's what I'm thinking. You know what? what? And you don't have to if you don't want to. Do you want to do a little musical interlude? Sure. All right, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, an original from Peter Feliciano, San Francisco's... Say it like this close to the mic. Yes. Am I too loud for you? I was about to say something very nice about how talented you are in the song, but instead, ladies and gentlemen, he may be having a stroke, Peter Feliciano. For many men, while tired on the road, they come to lay with me in bed. I tend to them and bathe them and make sure that they are fed. I pat up on my breast and tell them, Rest your weary head. I'm impure. Yes, I am filthy and I am earthly, so undeserved. A prostitute as pride has ever shown By the tidy tide accoutrement I keep above my home This working girl is not afraid of pocket nor of broom And that is how I give my chamber such inviting glow I'm impure Yes, I am filthy And I am ugly So undeserving But one day he'll come Sail away with him Yes, he'll take my hand And we'll sail away I'm a simple girl, a prostitute Ever ready for the stage I groom and give my hair a combing twice or thrice a day. I'm clothed in only the finest dresses, clean linen and lace. My scent is that of pomegranate, peppercorn and hay. I'm impure. Yes, I am filthy. I am unclean. So undeserved. A prostitute who knows just what you want To keep me in your box To be the whore that you can taunt I'll never fit with socialites No with the debutantes But if it just fine on my man's arm To be the girly flaunts I'm impure Yes, I am filthy And I am ugly And so undeserved Sail away with him Cause you'll take my head And we'll sail away Okay, Pete, that was beautiful. Thank you very much. That was an original from yours. Is that going to be on the new album? 
Uh, yes, it is. It's all right. Simple Girl. We look forward yeah. to that. Thank you very yeah. much. And that was autobiographical? Yes, it was all about all me right. uh, and my, my life as a Lady of the Evening. And in which century? Uh, right now. Oh, actually. it was right now. I thought that what was... What is uh, it? It was. I'm being a silly goose. What is that noise? There's music happening. There is music happening. Oh, never mind. Is that it's the, nice mood Is music there a DJ like. tonight coming tonight? Yes, we have some sort of DJ setup going on right now. Well, Throng, you know who I'm asking? Oh. <laughs> Peter Cetera? 1983, <laughs> Everyone's Wedding Song. Yes, I knew. This is actually Chicago. Of course. Yeah. But that's Peter Cetera. Yeah, but I mean, he went, he went solo a little later on. Don't you dare question my Chicago knowledge, okay. all right? I know oh, that's right. Did you guys know? Well, let's introduce everybody. We have Francesca Valdez. Yay! Thank you for coming, Francesca. Thank you are you. the owner and operator of this beautiful venue, Fame Venue, correct? Yes. And you have All let right. us live here for about a month now. Yeah, you've moved in. Yes. Right, we moved in. And we're hopefully our socks are not clogging up the, uh, the dishwasher too bad. I don't or the hope sink, that. for that matter. We love having yes. you here. Oh, that's very Is nice. Is that true? Oh. Yes. Are you sure you're not drunk? I'm just <laughs> she's fascinating. She's, she's <laughs> like, I'm not sure I'm not drunk, but she's, it's still true. She's business I'm drunk, still, but she still uh, likes us. Visualizing <laughs> you that someday Yay. will be. <laughs> yeah, we're, well, no, we're happy that we're here too. Thank you, Francesca. And oh, to her right is David Ellington. Hi, guys. Uh, and now, uh, are you royalty? Sometimes. All right. That's why, very nice. Why are you here at my piano, David Ellington? Well, because she gave me a, a sandwich and a sack lunch and said if I wear this suit, I would be able to come and sit with you guys. Wow. wow. That's you, could, you didn't charge him any money? Because technically no. we, get a, we get a cut of whatever you paid him. Pete, did I you give you a bite of my sandwich. Whatever he paid. Yeah, what kind is it? No. I don't it's know. I haven't eaten yet. I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> free spirit. Free spirit? Is that? Yes. I've never heard of that type of sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do tonight is take a little couple couple minutes, get to know both of you. We're going to talk uh, with, well, actually, we'll talk about you guys, your, your personal life. We'll get your social security number. And then we'll talk <laughs> about the venue and the plans that you guys have and the big projects coming yes. up. Sounds great. So first, we're going to talk with Francesca. Now, of course, I can tell just by looking at you, you are Swedish, are you not? Um, from Manila, Philippines. Ah, ah. Are you, don't you mean Van Manila, Sweden? No, Mabuhay. Manila, Philippines. Como esta ca? Mabute. Mabute. Yes, you know that. No, Batman's not here. No, not your bute. Mabute. Oh, okay. Mabute. Are you going to... I can't wait. Do you make bopis? Bopis? No. You don't make Adobo. Adobo and pancet. All right. I am looking forward to eating all that. I'm making Italian-style adobo. Really? Italians use adobo? No. But oh. I discovered I had a friend years ago who was Filipino, and she made adobo, and I went, what is this? Yes, of course. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. But then I went home, and I made it the right way a couple times, but then I didn't have all the ingredients. So one night, I threw in, uh, I made garlic soup. Instead of uh, the, because uh, you've got water, and you've got, what is it? you got water, and is it soy sauce, or... Water and soy sauce. What, what are the things yeah, you put water, your adobo in? Yeah, water, soy sauce, vinegar, and vinegar garlic, yes. and mm. also uh, bay leaves. Right. Nice. I did not have the soy sauce, so I just made garlic soup. Soy sauce is like, is like a dollar for a bottle. What's wrong with you? Why don't you just go buy a bottle of soy sauce? Because I'd spend it all on blue cheese, and I put blue ah. cheese in the rice, oh. and then put the adobo with that. So that's See, my this time is the reason over. why you and I look the way we look. That's what we do, yes. <laughs> so how long, how long were you in the Philippines? I came here when I was 20. Oh, really? Yeah. So you've only been here a couple of years. Yes. Uh, uh, am I a charmer? Thank you I so am a much. a little closer. Thank you so Perfect. much. Okay. <laughs> See, for my I'm, I'm good for, for some things. I'm good for some things. And so you came here when you were 20. How did you go from a bright young lady from the Philippines at age 20 to the owner of Fame Venue and the Broadway Studios, as a matter of fact? Oh, I was asked to take care of the building in 1988-89, so I volunteered as a property manager cleaning lady to kick out the tenants not paying rent. Ah. It took me about three years to kick out three tenants. And some brass Are knuckles. you a slow talker or three uh, years? 
That was a tough. It took one of them took a uh, padlock cutter. Oh really? They, oh, she tried to get the lock. She busted out the bolt cutters. Oh, yes, I cut it and then I moved his stuff out and he brought it back in and what? And wow. put another lock and I took it back out and I said, "Don't a, mess with me." Right? Did you have they to call the cops at any point? I said I will, but it never. It never came, came to back. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. so then uh, so we know not to not to we can't help live here for much yeah. longer. So what it was is she strong armed her way in, right? No, <laughs> and then yep. she was like that scene in Tombstone when Wyatt Earp goes into the the Crystal Palace or the China Palace. I don't remember. He goes in and he Billy Bob Thornton is dealing Pharaoh and he's yelling at everyone, scaring everyone off, and he walks up to him and smacks him and kicks him out and pulls him by the ear, and then now he had thirty percent interest in the Pharaoh game at the uh, the Crystal Palace. All of a sudden. Yeah, that's the way Francesca did it. She walked in. She said, I just want to let you know you're in my seat. Right. Yes. This no, is... I helped out, and then I cleaned the place out and yeah. uh, opened up as a nightclub in a dance studio. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we did swing dancing, tango, salsa. That was nice. the 90s, wasn't it? Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> that really was the 90s, yeah. I had to walk away after... Uh, a, a couple of years because I couldn't handle it. Yeah. So just how did you get back? Too much swing dancing. Yeah. Too much swing dancing. So how did you come back? Uh, for one year, this building was empty, and some lady said, "You better go back to the building." He gave me three hundred dollars. I said, "Okay, three hundred dollars." I used seventy dollars of that and put a relationship ad in the pink section of the SF <laughs> gate. <laughs> and and uh, in the ad, it ran Asian beauty with care, creativity, uh, seeking for a bow, preferably European. Uh huh. Uh, six foot plus financially and physically <laughs> <laughs> fit. <laughs> I had 45 phone calls out of that. Really? Wow. And one of them he gave me money to reopen upstairs. Oh, yes. wow. Those Howard, beautiful Broadway friend. Studios yes, yes. venue. So he put the, uh, uh, the telephone and the PG&E in his name. Uh-huh. And then lent me some money to reopen and... After that, and then you just ghosted uh, him, right? You never no, called him. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna turn you up for a second. Yeah, I was thinking. Try that, your mic. Hi. Perfect. Perfect. All righty, hey, we're hey. live. We now live. the show's about to go. Here we go. Let's have a little fun here. Hi, hello. Hello. Hi, we're Hi. doing Goodbye. a hot podcast. Goodbye. Come on in. <laughs> He's afraid of podcasts. There's a two-drink minimum. Right. Yeah. Please. No. Once you're in the door. <laughs> okay. So now this gentleman. Howard. All oh, right. Howard. No, 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 no. So he helped me out, and then we reopened as a live music venue. Ah, okay. A lot of bands. Uh, but bands he was like not who? paying also the rent. You know, it okay. was hard to upkeep. And then I met Carl, and Carl helped me out. The and beautiful we, Carl. Yeah, from Czech Republic. Huh? From oh, Prague. he's Czech? Yes. <laughs> I'm Czech, too. Are you really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of my grandparents was French. It's such not a coincidence, because I'm not. Uh, right. Boom. Yeah. So then uh, we started marketing to corporate events, oh. conferences. Right, right, right. right. And uh, now it's podcasts. <laughs> right. And, and lucky yeah. you, you got to yeah. hang out with us. Seminars. Yes. <laughs> You getting the creepy feeling from Pete over there? What are you talking about? I'm a very nice... She likes me. She's I noticed you keep moving your chair closer to her. No, I do not. Carl's in the building. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Your knees are touching mine. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. She's lying. <laughs> it's just because it's a very small piano, Francesco. Oh. oh. So. <laughs> Those are your knees. <laughs> so now we're going to go in a little bit more in depth, but we want to bring up David. Hi. Hello, David. How... How are you related to this experience that we're having here? We're distant cousins. Um, so you're Swedish? A little bit. All right. Uh, I feel sweet. Yeah. Okay, no. That's... <coughs> strike that from the record, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I came in a 
investigated the Mabuhay Gardens and met Francesca and she decided, hey, I want to do more media. And so podcasts and live streaming and video right. broadcasts. And it's um, happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a freight train. And so, you know, we're discussing production on live shows, talent shows. And, um, you know, since I've been in San Francisco the past year, I've met a lot of people that have been here from Abuhe Gardens and have lived it. They've been here when it's been a mosh pit and all these bands you've right. heard about are here going crazy. And so we're starting to investigate the history of that and figure out how that can be you know, told the right way in a docu-comedy sort of mm-hmm. style. Oh, interesting. Because the stories that I hear are, you know... Insane. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, but fun. Well, let's, let's visit that a little bit. Uh, Mobway was... When did they close down? The Mobway Gardens is... And that's what, what, what David was talking I about. I think in the early 80s. Was it the early 80s? Yeah. When they finally closed. Yeah, and they were a... Uh, what kind of uh, venue was it? What, what were the kind of bands that it played there? It was punk rock. This yeah. was no. ground zero for all the... The punk scene. Dead Kennedy, Iggy Pop, really? Blondie. But not Devo. Devo. Yeah. Devo. Oh, Devo, really? Too? Devo was here. Very cool. Yeah. So it's Hallowed Halls. Is that really, like, did it, is that um, its first iteration? Is iteration the right word there? That is a good question. Okay. With this building itself, even before it was Mobaway, uh, what was the history of this building? It was built in 1919 by the Italian Garibaldi Society. Wow. as their Italian men's hall and boxing ring. And then the Filipinos called Caballeros de Masalang mm-hmm. bought it from the Italians for $45,000. Wow. wow, what year was at that? At the time, 1945. Wow. And it became the Filipino uh, lodge okay. for where they have their dancing and meetings. Right. Yeah. And, and their podcast too. Eat. Yeah. This yeah. Was the Mubuhe Gardens was a restaurant. Am I saying it and wrong when I say Mabuhay? Mabuhay, mean, Mabuhay. which means uh, long live. Right. Yeah. In, um, In Filipino. Tagalog. Tagalog, yeah. Yes. Now, and so, so Mabuhay, Mabuhay, Mabuhay Gardens, Gardens was named after the famous Filipino general Jose Gardens. Is that correct? No. No. Oh. Mabuhay is just a Mabuhay term. Wikipedia lied again to I'm you. Just try. <laughs> Wikipedia, Filipino Wikipedia. Right. Oh, I got it, yeah. <laughs> Philipedia. 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 Yes. There you go. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. See, finally, we got something. Right? <laughs> yes. So, okay, so we know what happened. Then it became Mabuhay Gardens. And then Nicky Pop probably threw up in here somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, and and s- then uh, I think it became a Chinese restaurant. Oh, really? really? And then after that, it became a nightclub, hmm. Velvet Lounge. Okay. And then yeah. a Sutra. Yeah. Sutra. And then Fame Venue took over a couple of years ago. Very cool. And so where are we in the process of uh, producing or, or getting something going on a, on a doc, documentary uh, about the uh, Mabuai Gardens? Well, we have uh, regular production meetings every day. Um, we're going to actually have a production meeting after, after this disaster that's yes. going on right here. Oh, okay. This is great. You know, some of the most <laughs> amazing history about the building that she explained to me was that when the fire and the earthquake happened. Um, Wait, there was a fire and earthquake in San Francisco? No, no, in, in 1906, San Francisco had a fire. <laughs> I think I would know about of that. Of course. <laughs> no one's told me. Nah, that's right. And no, but, then um, the brick that the, from the fire that was used, recycled brick, was is the... Burned brick is what they used. Wow. So all the destroyed buildings, there was someone who was ingenious. And, you know, San Francisco is the city of recycling. Right. Recycling. Right, right. Literally. Uh, you know, so 100 years ago, they took the bricks that were still good and figured out how to repurpose them. And that's why when you look, there's little shades of difference and variances. Right. Because someone was like, hey, we're going to repurpose this brick. Like she said, when you know the Italians wanted to build their little community boxing center, they were like, "We'll take those bricks," and that's why it has such an amazing texture and history now. No, very okay. interesting. So now we were talking about the the documentary you're working on. It that's in the pro that's in the process right now. Correct. Right. You've got a project you're working on as well. Yes. Uh, besides doing the event planning, mm-hmm. we're trying to develop a live broadcasting. 
uh, as well as a talent showcase. And also we're doing the Friday meetups for all the different tech people, hmm. media. So that's how I met some of this yeah. intelligent, creative people like you guys. Oh, I was going to say, who are they? Oh, my right. God. <laughs> talking to? I don't know. Is Dave's that how you cool. met David as well? David as well. Yeah, you came to like the first one, the first tech meetup. Yep. And he's also in virtual reality, so... Yeah, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not not really, really here. here. <laughs> this is a hologram. Yeah. We're gonna, we need Cowboy Dave. We need World War II Dave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's so, awesome. Yeah. How soon do you think you'll be up and running with the uh, talent shows and the different events and things like that? Three months. Yeah, a couple of months. And oh. we're redoing the site. So we'll, the website oh, yeah. of Fame Venue. The new website. And they, so and it will give it more visibility. They even have the type of talent like Vinyl Replay will be here yes. on May oh, 19th. How about that? Yeah. Of course. I can of course. Mark that. Only uh, the best. Uh, I, I can support that. I can wholeheartedly sponsor, support. What, what is the word I'm looking for? Are you having a I seizure still, right I, now? I think I, hold on, wait, can I lift? Oh, my, I can lift. Are we doing right. that downstairs or upstairs? Uh, we're doing that downstairs. All right, yeah. fame yeah. venue. Yeah. And yeah, maybe someday we'll do a big lousy palooza. Upstairs, yeah. In yeah, the upstairs, sure. uh, upstairs auditorium. I mean, I Definitely. Have, I have yeah. an ego big enough for upstairs, but I don't have a following yet big enough for upstairs. Actually, <laughs> the ego's a little too big for upstairs. So. <laughs> right. We might My have to go like to like the cow palace or only something. The, right. Uh, so, um, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about what you have at the Broadway Studios as well? Yeah, Broadway Studios has become a... I think we got voted <laughs> a couple of years ago one of the top 12 uh, venues for wow. corporate and conferences yeah. by Bizabu. Awesome. So because of that, we're getting a lot of uh, inquiries or mm, clients yeah. uh, all over. Hulu and, and then yes, type of people. So Hulu's coming back for their parties. Oh, that's awesome. As well as uh, we got Wix and Twix. Wix? Yeah, Wix, the website. Wix. Oh, Wix. oh yeah. no, I not Twix. We were talking about candy. See? Going back to candy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys thought of ever having like a uh, a regular stand up uh, showcase? Lo I think that would comics? be great. Yeah. yeah you could host it. I mean, you play the piano and stuff too, right? <laughs> Look at this. That's All right, a. Don't show off. That's an A. I also know. I mean, he a knows plus. a bunch of stand ups. I know a bunch of stand ups <laughs> as well. So All if right. you ever need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that's a, cool. There's a mean Dave that I think we should probably reach out to. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah, mean Dave. Yeah, mean Dave. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on. We can whatever else we can do. If there's anything else you want to plug or push anything. What do you enjoy being here better than no. in your uh, trash can bedroom? Where we live? Yes. Actually, you know what? This is a more difficult show. Yes. Because we have an odd. Well, sometimes we have. An sometimes audience. we have an audience. Whereas with a podcast, when you're just doing it in a studio, you're talking to the people who are going to be listening. Right. Later. So if we need right. to edit out. You yeah. know, and I know you're listening being to us. dumb or yeah. him being dumb or whatever, then it's easy to do. But when, when you, you have, have live people, different people live mindsets. and they're not going to necessarily right. know any of the background or anything. So, right. yeah, we find that the, the doing it live is, is, is a, little, a bit more difficult than doing it. Right. Uh, at I the end. And I, I have the, to sing. It's awful. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I thank you for that. He's, doesn't he have a great voice? Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to play to the song for us? Uh, yeah, that's how we can do another song. Yeah. Could you close us out with another you, song? You yeah, we'll rock close it out with that. Pete will do yeah. a song for us at the end. So, yeah, so I thank you guys for All right, thank you so much. Yeah, thank Absolutely. You. Thank you for I'm a wonderful, thank wonderful you. human being. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate being here. And, Our and, first uh, one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what, what's the website? Famevenue.com. Simple, oh, famevenue.com. Go there and check out the new one. It's not dot biz. All right, well, thank you Yes, thank you guys very much. Yes. Venue. Thank you for live shows. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I'll tell you what, Pietro. Yes, sir. I think we've exhausted all chances of being entertaining tonight. Yeah, I don't. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't we wrap it up? And you can close out with another song. Any song of your choice. It could be okay. original or it can be uh, a cover or it can be made up on the spot. That's uh, probably not the best idea. I'll give you the theme. <laughs> Ooh, 
Thank you, Throng. Thank you guys for listening. I'll tell you what, if you sat through this one, you are truly fans, and we appreciate it. <laughs> or those who are, you know, currently too sick to, like, get That's over true. to maybe, their podcast. Yeah, maybe device. they're in an iron lung. Those of you in an iron lung. We appreciate it. You need any new parts, Amazon.com button. Uh, please tell <laughs> two friends and share. Sharing is a big thing we're trying to push. Yeah, seriously. And I think soon we're going to have a goal for also uh, to try to get subscribers. We're, like you said, we're going up in subscribers. Yeah. We'll hit, we'll find a goal and we'll hit, we'll go people, after that. Which we should have more Patreon people. Yes. Evil people. Please review us and thumbs up us at Stitcher and Patreon and iTunes and skmorton.com. Yes, please. Uh, go to Facebook and Instagram with SK Morton. Funny. 
uh, and SK Morton Podcast at Gmail if you want to write something neato. Please, like we said, remember the Amazon button. Also, Pete, what is your website? It's PeterFeliciano.com, or you can go to Facebook.com slash Rule62Pete. All right. Now, you've got a show Friday, May 5th, A Taste of the World in Walnut Creek. Yes, I do. Every second Saturday at the Cats down in Los Gatos. You'll be there with Vinyl Replay. And here, May 19th, at the Fame venue, Pete Feliciano and Vinyl Replay. Yes, indeed. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco, your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Oh, when I'm ready to do the announcing, is that what you mean? I'm ready to do the announcing now. All righty, we're live. We're talking about baby peas and tone loke. I don't know if I like you constantly bringing me in on the girth front. This is fly by the seat of your night. This is my fault. Do you really? You really want some duck soap? Uh, how, f- how soon? Because I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. You said today. Yeah. You're a liar. Yeah. We've got the corner on the market, bro. Right. No. Yes, maybe. I don't know. Oh, oh. Those are your knees. Your knees are touching mine. <laughs> she only likes to see how the sausage is made. And I forgot to put on uh, sunblock Sunscreen. Today. I know. It looks like a cherry tomato is nestled in hay. Boom. <laughs> you got you. You are. You're very funny. Now shut up. Oh. You had one last chance to not do what you just did. Oh, my God. All right. Thank you so much. Good night, Throng.